0: Hey there everybody, you are listening to Petty Swap, Solo Dolo again. Um, my daughter actually went to a concert today, just going to see Fall Out Boy, and I don't know, I may have to just go back to being a single lady, well I'm not single, um, A an uh, ind- individual on the podcast. Maybe it was just um, a passing fancy for her or something. But, you know, I'm not that good at it. I'm learning as I go, and I probably still suck pretty bad. But I take it pretty serious. It's something that means a lot to me. And actually, I thought, oh, you know, with the Bill Cosby going to jail... that's what I want to talk about today. And I thought about it last night and I had all these witty things I was going to say and I probably still will talk about it. But I wanted to do uh, something just a little bit different and just tell you about my day so far because it's crazy. It's craziness, let me tell you. And the crazy tree that I fell from is... uh, I mean, alive, well, and kicking, and still kicking out crazy. So, I am an Ancestry.com fanatic. I am addicted and obsessed to my family tree. I was adopted. I've said it before. Wrote a book about it. um, Cry about it. Write poems about it. Talk shit about it. Um... So Ancestry for me was a way to connect to a family that I never knew. Basically, I feel like I was robbed of all those chances and those relationships because of my parents' choices. Which brings me to a phone call I got today from one of my sisters. Yes, she is a half-sister, but for me... Potato, potato, sister is a sister. Doesn't matter to me, whether it's my dad's side or my mom's side. My father is no longer living. Um, so I tried to find all of my siblings just so I had some sort of connection. And I reached out to my sister a while back. It's probably been almost a year. Um, and I, she did respond. And then that was it. And I wasn't really that upset because it, it's a lot to take in sometimes when somebody out of the blue comes to you and says, Hey, we're related. I'm your family. I'm your sister. You know, you're my kid. You're my daughter. Whatever, whatever the situation is. So I thought, well, I'll just leave it be. And she'll come around when she's ready. You know, I mean, nobody else on my dad's side of the family even acknowledged that I existed. So I wasn't that shocked. And so today, well, actually, let me rewind a little bit. A couple of days ago, my bio... um I don't even know what I want to call her right now. (laughs) The dragon lady. I think that's what my sister called her. The dragon lady. um, Sent one of my older sisters. My oldest sister. A message. Saying give this to Kelly. It's a Facebook profile of her sister that she was looking for. Well I had already found her. I knew who she was. I already contacted her. So I was like look. I already know who she is. If she wants to help me, why doesn't she tell me who my sister's father is? And I, and I was like, I'll give you a list of names and she can tell me what sounds familiar. Okay, a little backstory on that. Also, about a year ago, I started searching for one of my older sisters who nobody knew about. There was just a rumor. My biological mother finally admitted to me that there was another sister out there and her name was Angela. And I spent a long time stressing over it, trying to find her, doing searches day in and day out for hours. I wouldn't even get sleep sometimes. I would stay up so late trying to find her. Eventually I did find her with the help of uh, an investigator. And since then I have wanted to find out who her biological dad is. And that's, uh, d- uh, my sister Angela, and that's not what she goes by now, but, um, I'll continue to call her Angela just for my own reasons. Um, she didn't ask me to do this. She didn't ask me to look for her father or anything. She's, she's quite content with her life. She was happy to find out she had five sisters. She's content. She was raised by two wonderful people who loved her very much, took care of her, um, as if she was their own. And that's all that anybody can ever ask for. So um, I personally am searching because... It just fits in with my family tree. It's a piece that's missing. Um, It won't affect me in any way. It won't affect her in any way, except for she might discover she has family nearby, or maybe she even knows them. And so it's just something that I want to do. I know the, the names of all of my siblings' fathers, except for hers. And since she was such a big secret, according to the dragon lady, um, it it probably kind of pushes me more to want to find out who he is. Maybe it's just uh, to prove to her that I can do it and prove to her that Angela is important. She's very important to me. Um, and she knows that. Angela knows that so after i got the message about searching for Tamara on facebook and uh i sent my response to my other sister you know hey tell me if she recognizes these names as any of angela's fathers i didn't get a response um I actually didn't get a response until just a little while ago before I decided to start this podcast today. But in the meantime, I had sent a little wave over uh, Facebook on the inbox to my other sister. And I said, hey, you know, I think of you from time to time, just letting you know. My bio mom you know, kind of gave me a nudge and said, hey, here's your sister, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't hear from her. She just kind of waved back and that was it. And then I get a message from her this morning saying, you know, hey, you know, I think about you too. I'd love to meet you. You know, how many of the, how many others are there of, you know, from our dad and, as I'm writing to her, she calls me. And it was a shock. Because, um, you know, I, I usually like to ease into these conversations a little bit. I don't like to uh, get right on the phone. But you know what? We're sisters. And I guess that's what we do. Because I did the same thing with Angela. Actually, I think she called me. Um, so we talked for quite a long time. And uh, we, it's so crazy because we've never met. This is the first time we actually really talked. And we had so many similarities and we had so many of the same feelings, a feeling of not belonging, not knowing where you really came from and having people from your own family that know of you but act like you don't exist, having them look at you like you are beneath them. And it's a very hurtful feeling. Our father, um, I can't, I don't really know anything about him. So I can only tell you what I was told that, you know, he drank a lot and um, he catted around for (laughs) lack of better words. I'll call him my cat daddy. Um, And uh, Dragon Lady did too. You know, she she, um, worked for the carnival. She probably found a man everywhere she went, to be honest. Um, So my father has, let me count, Kim, Crystal, me. Tammy, um, five, five girls I'm I'm the fifth or one of five. And then the dragon lady has six. I am one of six. yeah. Cheryl let's see yeah, one of six. So that's a lot of girls. And it was so crazy how well we connected today, um, my other sister and I, Tamara. And we're actually talking about getting a page together. Um, we're gonna brainstorm about it and we wanna put a page together for people like us who feel alone and unconnected and unwanted, um, and it will be along the lines of I don't know if we could, you know, get our story to Ancestry or whatever, um, because there are there are so many of us out there, and I think a lot of us feel like we are in it alone, and we're not, and I think that. Well, I've always known that my story could help people. And I think that she feels the same way. And I think a collaboration would be awesome. So we talked a little bit. Actually, we talked for quite some time. And I mentioned my biological mother. And her cousin on her mother's side actually knows my uncle and knows who the dragon lady is, I guess. And she wanted me to tell her, and I had already told her, we don't talk that it's not, you know, it's, we don't have a relationship because she's not a good person. And she says, well, you know, I would like you to get a message to her, tell her, thank you for me. Thank you for bringing you into my life. And, you know, just letting her know don't speak ill of the people who have passed because my mom said a lot of not so nice things about my half sisters um with my dad and their mothers because she's just a very jealous and spiteful woman honestly that's really what i believe it is um but maybe if she had better been a better woman, maybe they would have stuck around. Who knows? Maybe she still would have had her kids. Who knows? Hmm. What a concept. So I thought about it and I was like, there's no way I'm going to say shit to this woman because I just I don't have time for her toxic ways. I just I can't do it. But I told Tamara that I would. And I am a person of my word. So I sent the message through my other sister. The one that had given me the original message from Dragon Lady about Tamra. And uh, needless to say, the response was not actually... Well, it wasn't shocking, but I didn't expect it, you know, to be... No, actually, you know, I, I really honestly didn't expect anything, but I think I was still kind of shocked. Um, and I'm going to read it to you because I want to get it exactly right. And I also, you know, to back it up, I, I also remember I had said that I wanted her to go through the list of names To see if she could remember anybody who, you know, might be my sister's dad. And her response is, she's talking about me now. Is she out of her fucking mind? No, none of them. I have never heard of. Is she fucking possessed with DNA? First of all, that'd probably be obsessed, you ignorant ass. She will never find out who Dawn's dad is, Angela actually, and why the fuck is she even interested. She has caused chaos in Angie's life too much already, just to satisfy her own selfish desires. For what? She's a selfish, crazy cunt. Tammy, I could care less about. She's not mine. Don't care about her mom either. So that was the response I got from her. Which is why I don't talk to her. And. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. I mean we've been blocked. I blocked her on Facebook. She blocked me. Whatever. I don't care. She is a devil woman. And she cannot accept the things that she's done in life. She cannot face her demons. She cannot face her choices. She gave birth to six beautiful girls. Although slightly a little crazy. um, But fiercely independent. Intelligent. Caring. Caring. Kids. I mean, all of us, regardless of how much we fight, regardless of whether our relationship is strained or not, we are all, um, I think we're all stronger, better people because of her. And I'm not giving her any credit or thanks or anything. And You know, a lot of people might think, like I said the last time, that I really hate her. And I really honestly don't hate her. I actually feel sorry for her. Because she didn't have enough courage and self-respect. One, to keep her fucking legs closed. And two, to take care of the kids that she was making. And she's missing out. She really is. She's missing out. All of her kids... In one way or another are successful in their own right. And have beautiful families and friends and people that are there. And she she misses out on all of that. She doesn't get to see that. Because she can't get past her own ignorance. And I'm the first to admit, I, I've been her. You know that. If you read my book, you'll know. If you read my blogs, you'll know. I have been that person. I am probably the closest to her personality and her behavior than any of the siblings. And that's okay. I own it. I accept it. I know what I am. And I deal with it. And that was the other thing that Tamara and I talked about. We talked about our depression and things like that. It's a struggle. It's a struggle every single day but i know that i'm not alone which is why i always try to reach out and help people and i may not always give the best advice i may not always say the right thing but i want people to know they're not alone you know um tamara kept telling me today that she was so proud of me for being who i was and she hasn't even met me that that's the most amazing thing and my sister angela Slash Dawn. Since I said her name already. Um, they She tells me the same thing. And I I don't understand it. It's a little foreign for me. To get that much praise. Because I feel like. I'm just being me. This is all I know. But at the same time. I appreciate it. And I appreciate that somebody recognizes. The storm that I came through. And I'm really sorry. My dog started barking. Um, So I, you know, that's how my day started. I had a great conversation with my sister and then um, a shitty message from my bio mom. And then I, you know, spent a little time conversating with my other sister, Angela. And she made me feel better. So um, I think that I really am going to look, you know, pretty far into this collaboration with Tamara because I think that there are people out there who need to hear the things that we go through and and how we get through them and just so everybody knows that they're not the only ones. They're not alone. You know, so I did tell you in the beginning because I don't want to keep talking about that because honestly, it just it just drags my whole day down and I refuse to live in her toxic fumes, I guess, you know, and that's just what uh, the dragon lady wants. And honestly, she did get the best of me today for a moment. And I, I wished I had been able to say it to her face. But I had to go through my sister. And I said some very unkind things. But you know what? A whore is a whore. So, you know. I call it like I seize it. Um. But I'm not going to keep talking about that. So. um, I actually was just going to rattle on my own opinions about... Uh, My thoughts on the Bill Cosby situation and, you know, him being sentenced uh, minimum three years, no more than 10. And I want to state, first of all, very clearly that I do not advocate sexual assault or rape or abuse or anything in any way, Um, especially since I have been through that myself. I was, you know, sexually assaulted more than once and um and abused. So I take that very serious. Um, but I just wanted to make a few comments. Um because I you know, I wasn't there. Nobody was there except the people who are accusing. He was only charged with the one lady's sexual assault and whatnot. Of course he still claims his innocence and who knows he he might actually be who who really honestly knows you know unless i see the evidence in front of me i can only go by what i feel and i'm not saying that he didn't either you know i'm just saying so let's just be clear i'm not taking sides but what i i mean some of it i just don't get i was reading the articles now the one lady was vindicated by the charges brought against him and um, his sentence, she started her journey about 13 years ago when most of us probably didn't even hear about it because it was hidden and secret and nobody believed her and who knows. And I, I'm trying to tread carefully because... You know, this could get ugly and people, you know, might think, "Wow, what a what a bitch. Like, how could she say that?" I don't know. This is this is my own personal opinion and I'm not saying it didn't happen and I don't want to downgrade this lady's case or how she feels or anything. But at the same time, anything bad that has happened to me i I remember um yeah, there's been times I've been blackout drunk, I'm sure um but I mean, then how could I say for sure what may may or may not have happened? I'm trying to find the right word, so um and I was reading an article, and I read the lady's statement where she said she had started to have. Dreams and flashbacks which triggered her memory of a sexual assault. And I I, you know, I'm no I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor. I don't pretend to know how the brain works. But I'm just like. I mean, okay, and people will say, you know, she it was drug induced, so that's probably why she didn't remember. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like you wake up and your clothes are askew, as the the article stated. Um, even if you couldn't remember the actual act, because she didn't remember right away. F- women physically know we can tell. <laughs> you know, we we know when things have went on. But anyway, that that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, I'm not, uh, the case has been handled and it's been deliberated upon and they came up with a verdict. So I'm just babbling anyway. But, um, I had read other statements. Oh, he tried to drug me. I think that he may have drugged me. Um, I I think I was assaulted. And, you know, it's, I don't know. I still find it hard to grasp that some of these are from the 1970s. I'm sorry. If somebody's touching my little niblets and my goodies, I'm going to tell somebody. I really honestly am. There's no way, and somebody as high profile as Bill Cosby, shit, oh, somebody would have been told he touched my niblets, you know, so, and like I said, let me remind you, I am, you know, very against, uh, sexual assault, rape, Abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, all of it, all of the abuses, the abuses, um, and I guess that's why I I feel like I can give my opinion, <laughs> and my opinion probably doesn't mean shit to anybody. That's fine. So then I'm thinking, dude, you just sentenced this grandpa to prison time, he's like 80, he's blind. And I, I understand, you know what? You're sending a message for all the other people out there um, in high society, which this has been going on for years. Um, the abuse of power and uh, the abuse of position and uh, sex being used as leverage um, or as blackmail or whatever. It's been going on forever. As long as uh people have been on the earth, you know. It's it's in some people's DNA. That's just how it is, unfortunately. Um But I'm like, you know, my father-in-law sent me the message and he's like, Oh yeah, he's he's going, he's gonna do some hard time and he was convicted as a dangerous felon of uh, like felony sexual assault. And you know, my first thought was, yep, you know, he might be lucky to do the three years. And if he does the three years and is still alive, he'd probably get out like compassionate release or whatever. The dude is old, he has lived his whole entire fucking life. And, um, there, there, There isn't shit else he could do, to be honest. So three years, that's what I'm calling. Three years, he'll be out, you know. And if not, he'll be dead. And I'm not saying that to sound harsh. But, you know. And what is prison going to be for him, honestly? They're going to assign him his own room. They already, I already, not his own room. He's already been assigned his own single cell. He's going to be in solitary, basically, f- for who knows how long. But it's Bill Cosby, okay? So, regardless of how much he spent in legal fees and payouts and whatever else he's done, and I know he fired half his legal team like three or four different times or whatever, Mr. Cosby is still going to have money on his books. Let me tell you, his commissary is going to be full. And he is still going to be the Pudding Pop King. Because, I mean, come on, let's be for real. He can't see shit. He can't do nothing. But... Basically he's you guys just sent him to his retirement home and I don't care what anybody says. Bill Cosby is not going to do any fucking hard time in prison. It's not going to be rough for him. They said, "Oh, we want to um eventually put him into general population, but we need to make sure um we look out for his safety first and uh, let me tell you he Bill Cosby is going to be fine. He is going to be fine because there's going to be people in there that are going to want a piece of his little Tootsie Pop. And he's going to be filling commissaries and, you know, handing out pudding cups and whatever. And I know people are like, oh, my God, shut up. You know, why are you even saying this? And he's a serial rapist and he's this and he's that. None of y'all were there. I wasn't even there. I don't know if he did it. I don't know if he didn't. I'm just saying, you got an 80-year-old man in prison, and you act like you did something good. But you got all these other assholes out here in Hollywood and uh, wherever else. These big corporations, you know, sticking their finger in, in the honeypot. And nobody's been... Bill Cosby is the first actual conviction. Of these sexual assault cases. And that's sad. You had to take down an 80 year old man. Put him in prison. Where he's just going to spend the rest of his days. Just hanging out in a cell. Probably watching TV. Reading books. Oh I'm sorry he can't read. Because he's blind. Um, Talking on the phone. I mean for real. Because what else. That's all he would have done anyway. He's 80 years old. He can't do shit. So. You know, he's still, he's, uh, you know, there's, there's people that still look to him, like him, respect him, support him. I don't feel anything either way. Maybe that makes me a bad or something. Well, I don't think I'm bad, but I, on I don't feel anything either way, but, um, that could be just because that's who I am and that's the kind of person I am. Um, I don't empathize easily with people because of how I was raised and brought up. And I am the child of a fucking dragon lady, you know. She's an evil, sadistic, um, unfeeling whore. So, um. So I never felt anything either way. I, you know, I didn't, I don't know. I mean, of course, I'm always outraged if somebody is assaulted. I just don't think it's that big of a deal that he's, I mean, not the sexual assault. Let me not say that. I'm just like, what exactly did you really accomplish? Why don't you go after the rest of these idiots you know, you got Bill Cosby, you tore him down, destroyed his whole life, his image, whatever, whether he did it or not. Um, You'll be lucky to get three years out of him. Even luckier, I guess, if you get 10. But I guarantee he's not going to do 10. I promise you. What's today? Nine twenty-six, twenty eighteen. 2018 Yeah, Bill Cosby will probably do three. And, they'll, you know... That's enough for um that's enough for society to be satisfied that they slapped him on the wrist, you know, and I know there's a lot of people who are very, very opinionated about this. And that's fine, I guess I'm one of them, but my opinion's probably very different than everybody else's um and I tend to be a pessimist i think that very often people jump on bandwagons just to be a part of something, if you catch my drift. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I wasn't a super fan of Bill Cosby, but I did enjoy the show and I love Fat Albert. You know, I mean, there was shit his... Pudding Pop commercials were kind of annoying in his stupid sweaters. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, So, anyway, those are all of my thoughts for the day. Um, And I always go into this with the intention of staying on one subject And it doesn't usually work that way. And a lot of that's based on what I have been through before I start the podcast. Or who I talk to. Or whatever. Whatever mood I'm in. I don't know. And then my mind gets so bogged down with everything that I want to do. I get lost sometimes. And I tend to talk in circles. Um... But anyway, don't take any of my shit serious, honestly, you know. Other than when I tell you my personal life, that is truly 100% uh, accurate um, and detailed. The shit I said, like, about Cosby, you know, I'm just speaking up my ass. I, I just don't get the whole thing, you know. And maybe I never will, but, um, hey... You know, may he kick his feet up and may they keep his uh, commissary stocked with pudding. That's all I can say. So anyway, thank you for listening to my ramblings again. Um, Eventually, maybe I'll get this tied down to one subject or uh, um, some sort of subject that that maybe will (laughs) help somebody out there. Who knows? Maybe just listening to my bullshit is enough to tell you that your life is fantastic and maybe it is you know who's to say mine isn't (laughs) we all have different views of what's good and what's bad and what's ugly and you know honestly i i do live a pretty damn good life so um thanks again for listening and until next time this is petty swap have a good day